This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, July 1st, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. When Stephen Breyer issued his dissent in the McDonald gun case that applied the Second Amendment to states and localities, he wasn't so much arguing against incorporation as he was re-arguing the Heller case and arguing against the Second Amendment itself. So says Cato Institute legal policy analyst David Ritgers. Breyer embraced the idea that the role of courts, uh, particularly under due process incorporation, is to decide what rights are fundamental, what rights are non-fundamental. And with this license to write out of the Constitution, of the Bill of Rights, those non-fundamental rights, he would put the Second Amendment in that category. Write them out of the Constitution? Make them a dead letter in terms of enforcement. I think that qualifies as writing them out. Specifically on the Second Amendment, what does he say about that enumerated right uh, in the Bill of Rights? He points to social science that he says makes the changed circumstances since the founding uh, mean that we have to consider this right in a different light than than the plain text and and the history of not just the Second Amendment, which was the issue in Heller, but with McDonald, the history of the drafting of the 14th Amendment and the deprivations of the KKK and the state governments that freedmen in the South suffered immediately following the Civil War. But in his view, uh, what he considers to be persuasive social science on the, uh, the dangers of firearms being available to the people, that, uh, that that outweighs the plain text, the history, the intent, all of the things that courts uh, may look at. We should note that there is plenty of social science on the other side of the issue where having more guns does not make for necessarily a more dangerous society and more crime. And in fact, John Lott has produced a book, More Guns, Less Crime, now in its third edition, uh, and it's been 10 years since the last edition where there's 10 more years of data in support of his thesis that more guns can equal less crime. Now, if the issue is not the number of guns, but who owns them, and are they law-abiding citizens, are they not previously convicted violent felons, then those are the issues that we should be looking at. And as we've seen with the regulation in the District of Columbia, people go through a background check. uh, And in states outside of the District of Columbia that have sensible regimes on this issue, you can allow people to have access to firearms without uh, suffering a lot of the social ills that Breyer says uh, are inherent in, in the uh, in citizens owning firearms. Breyer was in the minority and Heller. He's in the minority here, but it seems like his argument is not about incorporation. It is actually about the value more largely of the Second Amendment at all, which is not really what the case, that's not what the case was about, right? Yes, and, and much of the dissent in McDonald was devoted to re-arguing Heller and re-arguing the issues that were not before the court in McDonald. Let's just assume that Breyer is completely correct on all of the social science uh, 
regarding guns. Let's say all the research on more more guns being available to law-abiding citizens, reducing crime, that is completely false. So what? Liberty is dangerous. All liberties are potentially dangerous. And if we're going to have a principled government that, that functions on a set of ideas and a relationship between the people and the government in whatever form it is, state or federal, then we have to be willing to accept that the exercise of certain liberties will produce negative effects. We're going to draw a line at, at to what is a, a reasonable uh, exercise of a particular liberty, but to wish away a principle that is enshrined in black and white in our founding document, uh, that cannot be done based on statistics. And if we look at other contexts, we assume a certain amount of risk in the exercise of all of our other liberties. Within the context of the First Amendment, the exercise of freedom of speech is far more destructive than than, uh, the presence of firearms in society. The Bible, the Quran, and Mein Kampf have all produced casualties, murders in the millions. That is the dangerous exercise of free speech, the exercise of religion. Yet we accept that as an acceptable risk within society because we don't want to live in a society where we don't have freedom of speech, where we don't have the freedom to exercise religion. So uh, we also see this in the Fourth Amendment context, the warrant requirement, which is a very porous requirement, uh, but... If there is a pure violation of the warrant requirement, police just walk up to a home, go inside with no warrant, no exigent circumstances, and find uh, contraband or find evidence of a crime, that will be barred from a criminal prosecution. And that is an explicit part of the deal between the people and the government, that they would be secure in their persons, papers, and effects from unreasonable searches and seizures. We see this in the context of the Fifth Amendment, the right against self-incrimination. We don't compel people to testify when they do not want to. If they don't want to testify on their own defense, we accept the right of people not to testify. Uh, The Sixth Amendment, the right to be represented by counsel, we assume risk in all of these other cases, knowing that there will be a certain small segment of uh, potentially dangerous people who will go out, who will kill people. These, these choices that we have made as a society cost lives, and we should not shy away from the fact that that is the price of living in a free society and living in a society in which you would want to live. And to say that the Second Amendment is somehow dangerous uh, because there's guns involved and guns in da- are dangerous, well, liberty is dangerous. And until we're willing to confront that fact, uh, then, then we're not going to have an intellectually honest debate about what the scope of liberty within the Constitution and within the Bill of Rights uh, really is. David Ritgers is a legal policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his writings on the Second Amendment at Cato.org. <laughs>